grave danger? Is there another kind? You see, the useful idiots that the Soviet Union, that Lenin put into America, are now the useful idiots from the Chinese. U.S. President Joe Biden, who has had another week of gaffes, confused moments. Uh, uh, They're coming down on America like Pac-Man, eating us up alive. Uh, uh, They're acting more as propagandists. Also, the science has changed. You know the Pac-Man game? Think of a Pac-Man game out of control. Sucking away at the foundation of America. If Russia pursues its aggression, it will face the massive consequences that... Because if they don't want you to believe something and they can cast doubt... We have no intention of fighting Russia. Sometimes confusion can actually be the goal. The goal. The goal. And as we've said all along... Confusion can actually be the goal. Speaking Out America, JR here with you. Our podcast found everywhere, and I'm so glad that we found you. And of course, you can hear us across the network, across Roku, across crntalk.com, Monday through Friday from 5 to 6 p.m. Pacific, as well as on CRN3 from noon to 1 as a replay. So we're all over the place, and I'm so glad that we found you. We've got a very busy show today. A little bit later, we're going to talk China with Nan Su. He'll be dropping by. Also, we're going to take a kind of an interesting take on uh, uh, Tupac Shakur uh, and he's getting a star on Hollywood and I just think it's an interesting analysis of, of where we are with our culture and we'll get to that also uh, the smog the fires going on across the northeast pretty amazing I've got some observations about that and then of course the whole thing with Trump and his uh, the latest scam that the government has worked up to try to get this guy so that he can't run for president. And speaking of running for president, uh, I've compiled the list. I wanted to see if I could do it on memory. You know, just to see. There's there's 10 people at, at last count, and I could only come up with nine of them. And I just, I, I, I wanted to test myself and see. And I'll test you too. Who's the 10th? Okay, so let's go down the list. Trump, DeSantis, Nikki Haley, Chris Christie, Mike Pence, Tim Scott, Larry Elder, Vivek Ramaswamy, Asa Hutchinson, and then the 10th guy. And I don't know who he is. Some, uh, I, I couldn't even tell you. I should know, uh, but because he doesn't interest me, I don't know. See, things that don't interest me, I don't know anything about. And, I, and I'm not afraid to say it. You know, a man's got his nose limitations, as, as Clint Eastwood once said. And, and that would go for Mike Pence as well, by the way. Here's something, a clip from Newsmax today. It's fair that uh, President Trump has a special counsel investigating him for that, and the other three do not. Well, I, look, I, I'm, I was pleased. We fully cooperated with the Justice Department, but I, uh, I, I had I, uh, those documents had, had no business being in my residence. We reported it promptly, and I'm, I'm pleased the Department of Justice uh, has recognized it was an innocent mistake, but it was a mistake. Let me just say that I never liked Mike Pence. I, I just never liked him as a president. He's got no personality. Uh, Indiana is a boring state. I'm not aware of any kind of anything that he ever did to improve the state of Indiana. I, I guess he's a liked guy. He's a religious guy. Uh, he has a lot of faith. There's, there's no question about that. But as a vice president, he was milk toast from the beginning. Uh, there was nothing that he did ever. And then I think he, he let down Trump. I think he had enough evidence, there was certainly enough suspicion that warranted a further count or a recount of the vote on twenty in 2020, the elections. There's just no way. I mean, it went against common sense. And there was nothing wrong with Mike Pence 
I think Mike Pence didn't want Trump to win. And I think Mike Pence knew that he would probably run right now. And he felt that that was okay. I think, I won't say that he sold his soul, but let's face it, people. When you're in politics, no holds barred. I don't think that Mike Pence is capable of, of, he is the deep state. He is the, he is the quintessential Republican, the Bushite, the, not the Reaganite. Uh, He is just a typical Republican. The problem with our, with our country right now is that it's run by typical Democrats and typical Republicans who are all about power sharing. I don't know what, what Mike Pence's position is on Ukraine. Does he want to keep keep pumping money into this thing? I mean, the consensus now is if you ask anybody outside of America, it's over for Ukraine. It's just a matter of time. They're running out of bodies. And they're going to run out of uh, American money soon. Advisors have already told Biden that we can't continually fund this thing. Sooner or later, we're going to lose our shirts. We don't have the money. And they don't have the bodies. And now we find out from uh, a couple of days ago in, in the Comey investigations that uh, there was a there was a five million dollar exchange of cash that uh, allegedly Biden received, and now we're in a war and we're pumping all this money right back over to Zelensky. Don't you find any of it a little suspicious? Hunter Biden, let's do a recap here of how we got to where we are today. Hunter Biden, in a drunken stupor, dropped off his MacBook at a local computer shop. Something happened. Hard drive crashed. Who knows? It doesn't come back to get it, probably because he forgot that he even dropped it off. You know, you can be in a drunk stupor. We don't know how long. Maybe he was on a binge. The point is, six months after that, the guy who owns the tech store says, well, i got to make a copy of the hard drive, which is typical, which is something they do. And it's his, his possession. He's had it now for six months. He had Hunter sign off a document that says, after six months, uh, you're no longer entitled to this. It's mine. He starts to look at the hard drive, and he starts to see porn. And he's obviously concerned, and he does the right thing. He takes it to the FBI. The FBI says, we'll take it from here. A couple months go by. Nothing happens. Now this uh, computer tech guy is nervous. Uh Uh-oh. Maybe I tipped off the wrong people. Because after all, Biden, Hunter's dad, is the president. Doesn't hear anything. He decides, well, I better have a, uh, a plan B. So he goes and he contacts Rudy Giuliani's attorney and gives him basically the same thing that he gave the FBI. They act on it. Then the New York Post takes the story and runs with it, and it's immediately discredited by the federal government saying that it's Russian disinformation. Whatever's on that Hunter Biden hard drive is Russian disinformation. Turns out that's not true. 51 people signed off on that thanks to Tony Blinken. And now we're at the stage where Comey and the Oversight Board and a few Republicans are saying, wait a minute, the stakes are too high here. If we, in fact, have a reasonable amount of evidence to suggest that our president has been compromised, we have a duty to the American people to make sure that is not the case. And so far, Biden has been using his Department of Justice and his Attorney General to clamp down on any kind of investigation. A whistleblower shows up, fills out a form. He's been with the FBI for years. They've paid him six figures. 
He's a trusted ally. He has no reason to betray the FBI or Biden, except that he knows the truth. And he testified that Biden took a bribe. And that bribe led to political favors while the then vice president was vice president. And now we're into the last final chapter of this long, drawn-out drama. And then this guy, Raskin, Jamie Raskin, comes out and he does exactly what the Democrats have been doing now for five years. He goes and he makes a statement to the press saying this is all a sham. It's just nothing more than the Republicans trying to make Biden look bad for political points. Don't believe any of it. It's not true. This gets picked up by several newspapers, including the Washington Post. MSNBC starts reporting on it nonstop that this is all a sham. Can you not see that our government is messing with us? And now to add insult to injury, federal prosecutors have notified Donald Trump's lawyers that he is the target of their investigation into his handling of supposed classified documents. And they keep playing that same tape that makes Trump look like he's saying something stupid. But what he's actually absolutely correct. The president does have the authority, the singular authority. Uh, and, and what classified documents are we talking about? What do they have to do with? Is it about national security or is it what he ordered for lunch on a Wednesday in May of 2019 at a restaurant? You see, this is all smoke and mirrors, people. This is all smoke and mirrors courtesy of U.S. tax dollars that are paying and subsidizing all of this. And at the end of the day, all I want to I know is the truth. All I want to know is the truth. I don't care if Hunter Biden smokes crack cocaine on the ass of a hooker. I've been around long enough to know this isn't the first time a politician or somebody who's connected, who has good friends in high places, <clears throat> Bill Gates, go off and, and enjoy yourself, right? I don't care about that. What I do care about is why are people handing Joe Biden lots of money? What do they expect of him? Just like with the Clintons, with their CGI uh, uh, smoke and mirrors global initiative where they took money from, from major donors, people who have political power or power in business, corporate power or influence. And they're giving these chumps a bunch of money to do what? To gain access, to be influential, to get their policies or whatever it is that they're trying to get out of it ahead of everybody else. And that's what our government has become. Uh, you think Adam Schiff has clean hands? Who do you think he works for? Why do you think he so tried so hard to get Trump out? Because all his friends are in Hollywood. He's got that cartel. And they love him for it. And they will continue. Well, now he wants to be senator. Maybe even, I wish he'd be governor. But he doesn't have the qualifications for that. But it's all smoke and mirrors, folks. That's what all of this is about. And we may, we may never get to the truth. That's the most frustrating thing about all of this, is they expect us to have faith in the government, and yet they're bold-faced liars. When politicians can be bought, when courts can be manipulated, when the media becomes a tool of propaganda, there you will find a society that is susceptible to manipulation from the outside. The White House responded by dismissing the oversight committee evidence as baseless. Another takeaway from the hearing, though, the lack of attention that the story is getting from the mainstream media.
You know, I've been looking at all the pictures of the smoke in New York and along the East Coast. It's pretty weird. I mean, it just looks like hell. You know, if you look, if you had an image in your head of what hell would look like, it would look like, well, Philadelphia right now. Or, you know, Washington, D.C., just this heavy red orange hue that sort of permeates the entire landscape it's i mean i've seen pictures of beijing and my wife who spent some time in delhi uh says you know growing up there was like growing up at the bad end of a cigarette but this is pretty bad and uh, it's supposed to go on the the press is telling everybody that it's uh, it'll all be wrapped up by this weekend oh yeah there's an old cold front no it's not now there's there's a low pressure system. There's they're saying this thing could be stuck there for a week. I mean, people could start dropping. I, I've got some friends and family up there. Uh, a lot of people who in New York, strangely, are still dealing with COVID. Speaking of which, there's a new report out about that. Where is that? I'll get that out. Uh, and you know, I'm. It's all driven by this, whatever they said it was. Forest fires, 450 forest fires throughout the uh, the Northeast and Canada. But you know, you don't. Somebody pointed out, and I noticed this the other day. I, I'm not questioning the fact that there are fires. What I'm questioning is the fact that how come we don't have any visuals? We don't have helicopters flying over. Maybe they're out there somewhere. I haven't seen any. I, I go on Instagram and I go on Getter and Twitter, and I watch a hell of a lot of TV. I have my news in the background constantly as I'm working all day. And what I will tell you is that there are no pictures. And, and not only that, but they're trying to tie it to climate change, saying that you know humans have created the conditions by which such fires would occur. Well, that's a bunch of BS. Uh, there have been forest fires as long as there have been forests, as long as there have been lightning, for God's sakes. Uh, anyway, so they're trying to tie that into it, but they're not saying what caused the fires. See, because what caused the fires could be any number of things. Abnormally hot weather, which they would attribute to climate change, you know, man-made climate change. But but the, what you haven't been hearing in the news over the last couple of months, even going back as far as March, is that the, the sun is very active right now and it's spitting out a lot of, uh, what are those, cosmic CMEs, mass injections, and, uh, and, and, and all of it is not penetrating the Earth's atmosphere, but it's having an effect on the Earth's atmosphere to a great degree. And thank God for our, our natural magnetic, whatever it is, it keeps that stuff away. But there's also a decrease in cosmic radiation, which comes from the other direction. And sometimes that could lead to I- increased ultraviolet rays coming through. And that's what could cause cancer as well. But it could also dry the air. It could do all kinds of things and cause lightning. And lightning strikes often occur during the beginning of summer in the northern latitude. That's not uncommon. In fact, a couple of times driving back from Alaska when I did the road trip, it was in the summer both times, and you would see far off in the distance a bunch of clouds over the horizon, and you'd see the lightning strikes. Uh, all those clouds bumping into each other, creating that kinetic energy, you know the rest. Well, why don't they just say this? But what they're doing is they're trying to turn it into something, and again, it's always in the state of emergency, isn't it? We're always in a state of emergency. But this is severe. I even commented, I said, do you think God is pissed off? Maybe he's just trying to, well, of course, that was said in jest. Um, New report out, I want to get to this study, 
COVID lockdown benefits dwarfed by social and economic cause. Ben Barty, my new favorite journalist over there at uh, PJ Media. Uh, and they did a review on if the lockdowns were effective. You know what I hate about printing from this organization, so I have to go online and get it, which I will. But uh, according to Johns Hopkins University, the there were they maybe saved... 1,700 people that otherwise might not have been infected by COVID. But the truth of the matter is, is that far more people were hurt uh, in other ways, getting cancer, not going to the doctor. Uh, the, 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 the benefits of staying open would have outweighed the benefits of being closed. And I think the report here summarizes the study's authors conclude the science of lockdowns is clear. The data are in. The death saves were a drop in the bucket compared to the staggering collateral costs imposed. The detrimental impact of lockdown on, lockdown on children's health and education, on economic growth, and its contribution to large increases in public debt has become increasingly clear since the policy was introduced. So a pox on all those idiots at the CDC, Rochelle Lewinsky, all those idiots at ABC News, who told us the benefits of locking down. And NBC, shame, shame, shame on all of you for lying through your teeth because you didn't want to read the right data. You wanted to scare people so that Pfizer and Moderna could get their shots in our arms. That's what you did. Your legacy will be that. And by the way, and I wish I had it, but I can probably find it. Open bears. Yeah, I think I can. If, unless they blocked it. That's what they do now. It's and Google will redirect you to somewhere else. But the total number of people now that have had adverse effects since the vaccines were rolled out, 2,481,780. How many people have died? 35,272. How many people were hospitalized? Not, not from COVID. Not from COVID. 201,000 people went to the hospital after getting a vaccination. Uh, I have personal experience with people that have been per permanently disabled. They have been, uh, they have, I, I came up with the term adverse effect. Did you get an adverse effect? Yes. 66,000 people permanently disabled, 19,000 heart attacks. Uh, let's see, 5,000 miscarriages, severe allergic reaction, 42,000, 15,000 cases of shingles. And the only reason it's not continuing to rise precipitously is because fewer people are getting the vaccinations. New study out the other day that very clearly stipulates the people who receive the most vaccines and booster shots are now most susceptible to getting COVID-19. A lot of people are suffering from COVID-19, what they call long COVID, and they go and they get boosters. And they're, comprom they're compromising the, uh, the, their, immune, their own immunity. This has, been, this has been proven. But you won't hear about it on our local news because they continue to try to protect those who are paying their bills. That's all this is about. It's about careers. It's about getting guaranteed income. It's, it's about getting in your position and echoing the party line or the narrative and what we've learned. But the media will not. I'm telling you, I, I almost want to put money on it and say, I just told you that a new report came out today that absolutely declared that the lockdowns were completely irresponsible, ineffective, and actually caused more harm than good. Do you think you're going to hear that on MSNBC? 
Do you think you're going to... No, you're not. You're not going to hear it. We should write letters to these people. Why don't we write letters to them? Send them emails. Call their call centers and, and call them out when they put out false information. And what they're doing now is a complete disservice because they're not, now, they're not announcing that the CDC issued a report yesterday saying that during Pride Month, they expect that there's going to be an increasing number of monkeypox cases. Monkeypox cases. That's that weird rash that sometimes gets all over your face, all over your genitals. It can't kill you, but it can disfigure you for life. We could have an epidemic of monkeypox after Pride Month. And the news is silent. Okay, so apparently, according to Town Hall, Christopher Ray is not going to be held in contempt. That's the latest. Comey got a promise that uh, tomorrow they would get the uh, Form 1023 from the whistleblower, the document that the FBI is now willing to turn over to Chairman Comer. Uh, meanwhile, I mentioned this earlier, ranking member Jamie Raskin from Maryland, Democrat, and all members of the committee is one that the agency wasn't even willing to admit existed over a week ago. And now they're going to get it and they're going to be able to look at it. Fox News reported on the development, citing a source familiar with Comer, also issuing a statement indicating that the FBI has caved. We've seen that headline. Quote, after weeks of refusing to even admit the FD 1023 record exists, the FBI has caved and is now allowing all members of the Oversight and Accountability Committee to review these unclassified records that memorializes a confidential human sources conversations with a foreign national who claimed to have bribed then-President, then-Vice President Joe Biden. Americans have lost trust in the FBI's ability to enforce the law impartially and demands answers, transparency, and accountability, allowing all Oversight Committee members to review this record as an important step toward conducting oversight of the FBI and holding it accountable to the American people. What is at stake here? You know, why? Let's look at this. What is it that makes this story so important? It, it gets down to access, denial of the highest order, a betrayal of the American people and their trust, an obfuscation a skewing of information that ended up throwing the 2020 elections towards one candidate by the prevention of information that should have been made available to the American people prior to election day. But it was pulled from the shelves, as they say. We never knew until after, and this was a concerted effort. It's all outlined in Time Magazine and the New York Times. I'm not just, you know, I'm not Alex Jones and you. I'm telling you what's the truth, what's out there. You can verify it. Uh, we had Twitter uh, shutting down any information or conversation about Hunter Biden. We had 51 intelligence officers uh, who uh, well paid by the American people who signed on a document that was prompted by Anthony Blinken to make the story go away. And it turns out that wasn't true. It was not Russian disinformation. It was really Hunter Biden's laptop. And there really was a whistleblower that can confirm Congressman Mace on television and on Twitter almost every day. 
dropping information about this, saying, I can't believe that the FBI, or at least the IRS, hasn't arrested Biden, or at least called him into question and have him get testimony. And yet they're chasing Trump around for documents that may or may not have any relevance to national security. And they're using a loophole to do it. And, and don't you think it's strange coming from the political opponent once again? Uh, and then you got, got, you got the same players surrounding Biden as you did when uh, some of them even were super surrounded with, the, uh, uh, with Clinton and certainly Obama. Uh, the deep state is there and they're doing their damnedest to make sure that A, uh, Trump has no credibility and B, that Biden is protected. But Biden is the one that has, I think, been potentially the greater offender. Uh, because of the fact that he's weaponized his Department of Justice, we all grew up believing that we didn't live in that kind of country. Didn't we? Didn't we all grow up knowing that we weren't the banana republic? We would laugh at other countries. Oh, look at the way they do things. Oh, such a banana republic. You know, Saddam Hussein gets elected with 99% of the votes. Uh, we used to laugh at that and say, that's not, that's not a democracy. That's not, we know what we're doing over here, but it's been corrupted. It's rotten. If you peel back the layers, you can see the just how uh, ugly and dastardly it is. And, and I'm using light words, you know, out of respect to my listeners. But it's 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 mean and it's dirty and it's below what the American people thought. And it's a it's an eye opener to think that. And I saw some of this during the Clinton administration when of Hillary. And her husband were going around doing basically the same thing with the Clinton Global Initiative. So hopefully 24 hours from now, the whole world will know at least something of what the whistleblower said about Biden. We don't know. But we'll see what else can happen in 24 hours. But I tell you what, if he isn't sweating bullets, he should be. Uh, and even if Trump doesn't win the election, which is far off, so many things could happen between now and then. Uh, I just hope, I hope that we find the truth. You know, I said this before, just, just tell us the truth. That's all we want. That's all we've ever wanted. But we're not going to get this from this government. There are too many heads will roll. Okay, so this other thing that come out, before I get to it, there's a, the, I got to commend Newsmax. They, they've had real courage here. They uh, have interviewed Jim Caviezel. They interviewed another gentleman today. And also the man that the movie is based on. But Sound of Freedom is coming out in July. And I think Ben Barty or maybe it was Lincoln Brown. Lincoln Brown who wrote a great piece on it today in PJ Media about the movie. And the fact that the matter is this movie, which is all about human trafficking of minors. The Sound of Freedom, which is coming out. Jim Caviezel plays an FBI agent who basically dedicates his life to going around the world trying to rescue children who have been kidnapped and put in the sex trade and human trafficking trade around the world. This is going on under our under there, there is so much pedophilia now. It's, it's just now starting to bubble up to the, and this latest expose with Instagram, how they were actually catering and allowing their platform to be used uh, unintentionally, we assume, but they knew what was going on and they didn't try to stop it, but they would let pedophiles, they would actually use if you don't know anything about Instagram, I only recently started using it just because Twitter was boring me to death. 
and I just I, I like artwork. I like creative media. I like pictures, and I, I like a lot of the creativity that you would see on Instagram. But there, it had its fair share of you know titillating content that you just kind of roll through. I didn't realize that this titillating content that you know you see these young ladies trying to show how uh, hot they are, which is probably why a lot of young guys like Instagram. But I didn't know that that there was a way of luring in pedophiles and they would be redirected to these accounts where you could pay to hook up with these young people. And this has been going on under our noses for the past, I don't know how long. Can you believe this? One of, and, and you know that Instagram was bought by Facebook. Now, of course, the Guardian comes out with an article today making it look like Facebook is trying to solve a problem. The headline, you know, Meta will investigate and control uh, the misuse of Instagram. Well, they knew it was going on and they allowed it to happen. Uh, I think I have a little bit of the story here. It says, um, according to the report of the Wall Street Journal, the platform, quote, helps connect and promote a vast network of accounts openly devoted to the commission and purchase of underage sex content. This was revealed during a joint investigation by the WSJ and researchers at Stanford University and the University of Massachusetts Amherst. It's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. It's equally as bad, maybe even more so, because of the number of people that are involved. But another report uh, out today from Matt Walsh. Matt Walsh uh, of the Daily Wire wanted to see how easy it was to get a, a teenager to get trans transgender treatment, gender affirmation care. And there are a couple of uh, organizations that offer it virtually. You can actually virtually do an interview, submit your, your, your say you're a 17 year old and you want to get a sex change and you want to begin treatment and you need a letter to take to your doctor that certifies that you are qualified for such treatment, sex reassignment surgery. How long do you think it took to get that letter? from these institutions that sell them through a virtual interview like Zoom or something. You go on, you get Zoom, you hook up, you talk to the doctor, they ask you a few questions, and then they send you a form for 140 bucks. Well, it took 22 minutes for this, uh, this investigative journalist at the Daily Wire, the producer for Matt Walsh, to get a letter. Imagine if it's 22 minutes. How many young people do you think today could easily go and get that letter take it to the doctor and get sex reassignment surgery and their parents won't even know about it. I mean, what's the bigger crime here or are they all sort of loosely connected and part of the same? seems to me that the world is off its equilibrium because you have this stuff going on right under our noses and uh, it's not that it's not the media's fault, but they could do a lot better job. I don't you think they could do a lot better job of, of, monitoring this stuff and reporting it and bringing new light. Uh, so what else is going on here? I want to kind of end on a, oh, here's another one. New Biden regulations on gas furnaces set to hammer American households. The Biden administration continues the war against America's working families with the latest regulation targeting gas furnaces. Barack Obama's war on coal proved disastrous. Uh, they're trying to enact bans or hoping to establish new presidents that say that no more gas, no more gas stoves, bad for the environment. I mean, it's cheap, it's easy, 
But you know what it is? It's all about the government wanting to just get in there and control your life. That's all it's ever about. How much con- control can we have? And how much control are, are they willing to give us? That's going to do it for the Speaking Out America program. And, uh, oh yeah, tomorrow's Friday, so we get to do Soundbite Friday. See you here soon. To resist a tyranny, you must be independent of that tyranny for your subsistence. If the government provides your food, your clothing, your shelter, your education, your job, your medical care, your retirement, then the government controls you most effectively indeed. Anytime a government is powerful enough to give the people everything they want, it is also powerful enough to take from the people everything they've got.